Welcome to the Two Roads Travel podcast. Two sisters, two journeys, one purpose. Changing perceptions and judgments around alcohol misuse. The impact on the drinker, family and society as a whole. Too many struggle alone, so please remember us when you chat to someone that may need help. Remember, we also run a closed Facebook group for Daughters of Alcoholics. So for those that want more individual support, go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Daughters of Alcoholics. Often, it's the deepest pain which empowers you to grow into your highest self. In episode 26, we'll be chatting to Lisa Boucher, a very educated and professional lady with her own lived experience, which spans many years. She'll be talking to us about the very big topic of codependency. So pop it in your calendar for the 23rd of August. Today's podcast is all about resentment, something that both I and Paula know well. Most families of alcoholics will develop some sort of resentment. This is for all sorts of reasons. We're very grateful to be talking to Jordan. He grew up with an alcoholic father who was largely absent through his early years. They reconnected when Jordan was about 10, but had a difficult relationship until his dad passed away when Jordan was 22. Jordan is now 35 and has spent many years harbouring negative emotions about his father and their relationship, including anger, resentment, guilt but is now at a point where he is able to understand things better and look at things differently as an adult rather than a child, which has helped him to let go of the negative feelings and move forward in life. So let's get chatting. Hello, everyone. It's Paula. Um, really looking forward to this actually um i've had to deal with um letting go of my resentment as part of my recovery journey and um i must say it's been a bit of a toughie um some of it i felt wasn't my fault some of it i felt um was justified and some of it just gave me a huge amount of peace but um i did like a little bit of wallowing in resentment you know um I like pointing the finger at everybody else, but I'm in a different place now um, where I've had to let it go for my own, for my own well-being. And um, I tell you what, it's made me feel so calm and relaxed and, you know, it just doesn't matter anymore. Mm. You know, these resentments sometimes can take you to a really bad place, but um, learning how to um, overcome it has been amazing. So yeah, really looking forward to hearing Jordan. Um, so um, yeah, it's Joe here. Um, I I echo really what Paula said. Um, I I definitely think I can get consumed by that, and I have in the past got consumed by that resentment and um, you know that whole wallowing, feeling sorry for yourself, and blaming everybody else, and and all of that kind of thing. But honestly, to my detriment, because it really doesn't have the impact on other people that we might hope it has. Um, and sometimes we can hold that resentment um, and hope that, um, you know, in, a, in some way we're punishing um, the other person, but it, it really only punishes us. <laughs> um, but it's, it's so hard to, you know, sometimes let go of that. Um, and even though logically we can make sense of it and we know that, you know, it's not helping us, um, we still can't let that go. <laughs> 
and um, and we hold tightly onto it because it's what's familiar to us. Um, but yeah, so I can I I'm I'm looking forward to this. It might be a bit of a rah type podcast episode today. So yeah, so let me introduce to you all um, Jordan, who joins us. He has lived um, or been affected by his father's drinking and um, has also experienced resentment like Paula and myself. Um, and it's just nice to get a different perspective and see how that awareness kind of comes to us later in life. You know, we're not always aware of it, you know, as kids, we, you know, it's late, later that these things can come to us. So very, we are very welcome, Jordan. Please introduce yourself and let us know about you and your journey and, and kind of, yeah, and we'll sort of probably butt in with questions. So, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I was, um, I had a father, he's passed away now. He passed away when I was about 21. Um, he wasn't around a huge amount, from what I can remember, as a small child, uh, came back into my life probably from around nine, ten years old. And um, And really from there, it was a kind of tricky relationship, really. Um, I'd never really bonded with him as a child. Um, there was a lot of being let down as a child um, and then nothing at all. Um, and then from about nine onwards, I think as I got older, the problems kind of got worse, really. And, um, and unfortunately, when he, when he passed away, we weren't on the best of terms um which is you know again forms another part of the resentment really i mean it's it, there's a lot of guilt from my side as well um so yeah so did you feel that you were quite resentful as a child for him not being around did you hold a kind of grudge about it not really i think as a child because he wasn't around so much there was a kind of you don't miss what you haven't had yeah. it's only when you get older and you understand things a bit more and i think when you get to a point where you've tried everything you can and then you just realize there's there's nothing that you can do and i think it's when you get older or for me that's when the resentment kind of started when when I realized that there was just nothing that I could do to stop it. What to stop him to stop his drinking or yeah I mean I think when um when I was younger I, I probably didn't really understand or didn't know or didn't understand the level of it it's only when I got older and really started sort of I don't know, having a relationship with him, you know, as a sort of child and uh, an older child and a teenager. And then when I sort of got to an age where I could, for a few years, be an adult with him, that was probably the most difficult years because um, there was no one really protecting me from seeing it or or anything like that everything was my choice and I was hanging out with him or you know sort of being around him and for me I think the resentment came where 
when you realise that they won't stop it even for their own child. And I yeah, think it becomes just... um, more important, you know, unfortunately, you know, I remember um, my mum saying to me, what about the children? What about the children? And as horrible as it sounds, it didn't matter. The, the alcohol took over as a priority because without the alcohol, I didn't think I could survive. Um, and that is the madness of the disease of alcoholism. You know, it, it just takes away every single thing that in the normal world would be to your top priority. You know, it's a, it's a really hard one. And it's even harder when you look back on your behaviors and stuff. But um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, there are casualties of, of your addiction. Do you think that your resentment came more in your latter years and you weren't really aware too much as a child would you say i think i i knew what an alcoholic was when i was quite young um i mean not the ins and outs of it because you don't understand that as a child but i knew what the word alcoholic was and i knew that my dad was one um but you know and i think as a child there were effects the resentment didn't come, as I said, until I was older, really, until yeah. I was at my wits end, you know, with trying every tactic. And, you know, again, the it all kind of rolls into one, the resentment, really, because I, I became someone that I didn't want to be just through trying to stop him from drinking. Yeah. You know, for me, I would try. It was almost like playing games slightly. Do you know what I mean? You try um, maybe guilting them. Or then you try perhaps just being nasty and, and saying horrible things because, you know, you think that might shock them into realising. And, you know, and when you're in the pub and you're trying to get them to leave the pub for their own benefit and then they don't do it. And you're looking at them as a child, or well, not a child, but a father and a son, and they're, they're choosing something else over you. It's all of those things that I feel resentful for. But... You know, as a child, I didn't necessarily feel resentful because, like I said, you don't really miss what you haven't got. But yeah. there were definitely effects yeah, um, sure. of my dad not being around because of his alcoholism. You know, I, I, I remember, um, I don't really know the reasons behind it, but maybe it was embarrassment or something like that. But I remember as a child, you know, I probably used to kind of make up stories almost um in terms of if someone would ask me like you know what my home life was like I'd you know yes I've got a mum and a dad and I live in a lovely house and you know that kind of thing um so you know I suppose that's not that's not normal you know you get creative don't you and you kind of get really good at hiding things and portraying a life that you don't have I think some of the things you spoke about in terms of you know our expectations for them and you said something about you know you doing things for their benefit but actually we know that a lot of it's more for our benefit because they're quite happy most of the time or that i use that word loosely happy but you know they're quite happy doing what they're doing but we're the ones that are thinking it's for their best interest and health wise it probably is but they don't see it like that and their perception is you're just interfering in their fun or in their life and what they want to do so it, from their perspective, it isn't in their best interest. It's in your best interest. That's how they would perceive it. Um, 
but as a as a adult or as a child you don't want to be the parent to your parent <laughs> you know that's not your job and um i think that you know you and this whole you know just to be clear this whole thing about resentment is unfairness isn't it it's about you know this you know we believe that this situation this person or we're being treated unfairly um but we also know that life is unfair and i think for children of alcoholics this unfairness is really rife and we we do sort of struggle with that um you know we should have had a better life we shouldn't have had to put up with this stuff we should have had parents that care about us and we can get so fixated and caught up in that that we we stay in a place that paula mentioned earlier about we you know we feel sorry for ourselves and we get stuck don't we like it should have happened to me i deserve better yeah and it can take you to quite a dark place as well do you know what i mean and uh you know i mean it's only in the past few years literally a couple of years that i've actually found um peace with 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 our dad do you know what i mean i have held on to him and his my resentment towards him for such a long time because everything was his fault you know but it's not his fault that i ended up being an alcoholic do you know what i mean uh, that's a whole other story but you know just the way that he was so absent and then when he was around it was uncomfortable and it was scary and then I feared him and you know all those uncomfortable feelings that he made me feel um you know and and how he was with our mom and how he was with us and do you know what I mean it was just like he was just a total bastard and <laughs> and uh, it's taken me a long time and obviously through my own recovery that um, I found forgiveness with him because now I understand that he was sick, you know, he was suffering and from this disease and, um, you know, I've, I've managed to make peace with that, but you know, it's been a hard one because that is probably the one that I hung on to the most. And I know? think that's, um, that's, you know, where I've got to in the, the journey now is that I have had to find, you know, find peace i mean i am you know at, at peace to a certain degree but it's it's making that decision that you have to not necessarily forgive but you have to find peace with it and you have to understand it as best you can because i spent a lot of years blaming uh you know a lot of things on on him you know um you know my own destructive behaviors um were well obviously passed down from my dad and um you know uh, there was a lot of blame and that you know a lot of other things have happened i guess in my life that are completely separate and then i think you get to a point where you've got to maybe try there's just too much going on and you have to let go of something so you come to a point where you think i'm ready to acknowledge this and deal with it and as an ad adult i think it's a lot easier to work through your well some people i don't know to work through your feelings and understand things yeah from a different perspective uh because i you know have found that it was not him that was the problem it was the addiction so being able to kind of separate the two yeah um, the addiction and the person uh are two different things because i don't think anyone wants to be an alcoholic i don't think they want to 
you know, ruin their own lives and potentially other people's lives. And bearing that in mind, um, you know, that's when you, you separate the person and the addiction. Yeah. And I think that it's so important to note that um, this, you know, these people are already traumatized. So for us to be judgmental and blame them and shame them and all that stuff that just already adds to the pre-existing trauma and you know uh, awful feelings they have about themselves totally understand the reason why we do it not saying like but it obviously doesn't help and i think that we need to move from a place of you know trying to fix them trying to come up with answers to the solution to you know minimize the impact and all of that and move from fixing to understanding because you know every time we 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 um you know if we invest in reading the big book you know if we invest in like going onto internet and looking at alcohol misuse and how that impacts someone and why people drink and really educate ourselves about it and understand about it and this is true for absolutely anything that we might feel uncomfortable with whether that's disability race religion anything and if we can have that understanding then we can find compassion yeah and empathy it's for i mean for probably all of us because our father fathers have passed away is that for me part of the resentment came from the fact that by the time he died it was too late for me to have that adult conversation and be grown up enough to mm-hmm. read the books and understand and, and look into things a bit more. And, um, you know, I just wish perhaps that I was, you know, maybe a bit more mature or older at the time because I'm having this um, situation now where I'm, I'm starting to understand it. I'm starting to let go of the resentment. I'm starting to understand addictions. But like I said, it's, it's almost too late now. Um, and I wish I had, would, you know, would have worked with him essentially at the time to understand. And then maybe, you know, I wouldn't be in this position now where, you know. But we don't want you, move, we know we don't want people moving from a place of resentment to regret and all of that, because ultimately, you know, if you had the capacity and you were in the right place and anyone listening, you know, if you have the capacity to do something different or you are ready or whatever, you would, you know. And at that time, you know, we can't fast track stuff. We don't have any control over this in terms of, you know, when we're ready to deal with something. There's no magic pill and it doesn't matter what anyone says. You have to be ready to, just like they do, you've got to be ready for change. You've got to be ready to stop the drink. You've got to be ready for these conversations and I think it's important to you know to also recognize that yes you know ideally you would have liked it to have been a different way but then we can get so caught up in or wishing it was different when it it, that's totally out of our control and actually you know if you could have had those conversations you would have if you were ready you would have done that you know and so I just think just be mindful, don't give yourself a hard time and, you know, feel bad because actually that wasn't the right time, you know, yeah. and, and, and now it's all happening as it's meant to and you're learning in your own time and space and actually you can still, 
you know, you can write letters to eat. Obviously, you can't give it to him, but you can still go through that therapeutic process and, you know, have those conversations, even though you're not having them directly with the person. So I think just be yeah. you know, mindful. Don't sort of get too caught up in that. That not that you yeah, are yeah. in that place of regret and or you know wish it was different and, and that kind of thing. A couple of uh, amends I've made is um, a letter to burn. So um, it's, and you generally do this when um, the person's no longer here. So um, I, I've written a letter to dad, um, and I'm gonna sit and read it, and then um, you know do a little prayer around it, and um, I'm going to burn it because that's what I need to do. I've done another letter to um, which was really difficult um, to someone who's no longer here. Um, it was an abuser, um, but I wrote the letter. I found forgiveness in the fact that he was a very sick man. Um, I, I covered it, I wrapped it up in a rock and a bit of twine off the beach and I threw it off the end of the pier. And do you know what I mean? There's, there's just certain things that you can do if the person is no longer here, um, you know, to release that because you're releasing it from yourself yeah exactly. you know yeah um, and, and it's it's great it's just it's a great feeling it, I felt quite light after it do you know what I mean like I could breathe just that little bit deeper well I think so, it's it's quite symbolic isn't it you know doing yeah. that kind of thing yeah. because if you are chucking something into the sea or off a cliff or something like that you are essentially kind of you know uh physically letting go of something yeah. so yeah yeah, I think that whole, you know, we shouldn't limit ourselves to the fact that whether the person's here or not, I suppose. And I think that there's much we can do with, you know, our, we know how powerful our thinking can be. And there's much that we can do about that and how we perceive that situation and how we process that. So we, we don't want to feel like we are stuck in this place because this person has passed. We want to be able to there's loads of different techniques out there, you know, to be able to let go of these things, like Paul has described a couple there, um, you know, and, and like I say, we, we're very good at, you know, being hard on ourselves and expecting more of ourselves. And you talked about, you know, guilt and things like that. And I think equally we need to, you know, give ourselves a bit more of an easier time and realize that actually we were ready and we were able to, we would have let go, but ultimately, you know, if you're a child that has been without a parent that's, you know, ideally, you know, they're there to support you, love you, give you all those basic needs, you know, and get your basic needs met. If that's been missing from your life, it's understandable that you're going to have some resentment, especially if you compare your life to somebody else, which a lot of us do, um, or grieve the loss of a person that or relationship you haven't had. Um, but I'm interested to ask you. Did you have any resentments towards your mum in regards to this? Because I personally did, because she, I felt my perception was she didn't protect us, she didn't do more. Um, so I had more resentment probably towards her, the sober parent, than I did towards the, my drinking father. So I just wondered about your experience. I think um, because my parents weren't together um, throughout the, you know, my life, um, she you know i don't i don't have any resentment towards my mum i think that she did what she thought was right when i was younger she would arrange you know 
she she would want me to have a relationship with my father and she would you know there were times where he he may be around briefly when I was younger and you know would she would arrange for him to come and see me and he just wouldn't turn up and you know so um I know she feels guilty um and she feels bad and she's taken on a lot of the burden herself I mean I don't feel that way towards her but she says a lot of the time that you know she feels guilty that I was let down and and that she you know it's silly that she gave me a, a father that wasn't around and you know she she takes on that that guilt and you know I think that it's it's a shame because I don't feel that way towards her but she feels that way um and I think that everything that she did was you know to try and have a good relationship with my father um but then obviously it ended the way it did and I, I don't know I think she just takes that on herself quite a lot yeah I think um with mum she we always knew he was drinking before she did we already we were quite sensitive to that and could pick up on signs straight away and um I don't think it was until I became a parent myself that it made me think well do you know what I mean I, I am first in line to protect my boys do you know what I mean um it's just a natural instinct and um and I couldn't understand why she let think certain things happen or why she wasn't a stronger person um and it and that did frustrate me and and make me quite angry thinking well I would never do that with my boys how come you let so and so happen you know around around us when we were children but you know had to separate that a little bit because she's not like me do you know what I mean we're different characters um she was brought up in a different era she um was more submissive where we're not you know towards males you know we we would um you know we're not afraid of saying what we think where my mum would never argue with um a male or you know a husband or whatever um and uh, it's just not in her nature. And that's what I had to realize. She, you know, but in, in hindsight, it's made us um, stronger people by witnessing her weakness, which, um, you know, I think as well at the end of the day, she was just trying, she was banging the middle of it all. And uh, she, was, she was just trying to do the best she could. And that's another thing. She was just doing the best she could at that time, which is what a lot of us have to do. You know, it's, sometimes it's just survival. Um, and, and that's it. It's, it I, I feel like there's a lot of uh, almost kind of firefighting and trying to find, you know, rather than finding the root problem or trying to resolve something, it's always just trying to make it as best as it can be or yeah. um you know finding a middle ground rather than resolving something i think and, that uh, you bring up a valid point there i think that you know even professionals recognize that this situation that this child lives in is not ideal but you know they're making the best of the situation and coping and surviving in this environment um and is that better than putting them into another environment that could be even more disruptive or or whatever because what, what does, you know, and, and i think as well and this is this is coming from my journey of you know resentment to understanding is is kind of looking at things like you know the way my mum feels about things and the choices that she had to make and everything was you know she never knew what was going to happen 
but she always tried to make the best decision. And I guess maybe with with your mum, was it a case of did she, you know, she might may have had a choice to just pick you all up and take you away out of the situation, but then does she feel that she would be taking you away from your father and that people need their father and they need a family, whether it's a, a, a nightmare to live in or, or I not? I think for so long, I, I was really in the mindset of, well, I really don't care about any of that. You know, she should have made better decisions. And, you know, I was very stuck in that thinking of she's just done it wrong. And I remember, you know, someone saying to me, why are you being so hard on her? And it was really interesting because, again, going back to the previous point I made about understanding, when I then started to understand her predicaments and be more distant, you know, and look at it in a different way, I was able to then find compassion and empathy. But for very long, I didn't want to understand. Mm -hmm. I wanted to punish her, but I was punishing mm -hmm. myself. But obviously I was too stupid at the time or, you know, <laughs> uh, unaware to really appreciate that. And in myself, I thought, no, I'm going to keep banging this drum because I'm going to punish her for all the crap that she hasn't done and should have done. And, you know, my expectations of what she should have done. And, and I didn't want to hear any reasons and justification mm -hmm. about why she made those decisions. It really didn't. I didn't care. I didn't care how hard a time she had or anything. I was really ingrained in it. Couldn't find yeah. that empathy or anything. It was poor well, me. Was, uh, this shouldn't be my life. That that was the the stage of the resentment that I was in when my dad passed away was the the punishment um, phase. And I, you know, I tried many tactics. And at this stage, it was. I'm blanking you. I'm not talking to you. You know, maybe that will work, you know, because I'd done the guilting. I'd done the shouting. I'd done the, you know, trying to be his friend. I'd done, I'd, I'd gone down the pub with him and I'd enabled the drinking. You know, I, I was, you know, trying to do that approach. And unfortunately when, you know, I was doing the, the, the punishment and not talking to him was unfortunately the time that he passed away um you know which which is you know which is sad but you know i totally understand the the, the punishment side of things yeah and um and like you said they, you know you don't want to hear their reasons you don't want to hear an explanation um you just want to punish them and that's yeah. the frame of mind that you're in just make the right decision it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not hard it, it seems um it seems easy you know i always I always try and look at it like if you've got a, you know, a, a woman who is, is being uh, abused by their husband or, or something like that. And it's so easy to just say, why didn't you leave him? You know, if you're being beaten up or abused or something like that, then just leave them. It's that, but it's always you know, so easy when you're the third party looking yeah. in, but when you're the one in it. Yeah. It's easier said than done isn't it but you know on reflecting I think mum mum did a lot for us she was our main carer um she took us out on our bikes we went for walks she always took us on picnics you know she and down the beach you know I mean we didn't have any money but she made sure that we Nothing's were always changed then <laughs> 
um, but she always made sure that we were out and about and, and, and still doing stuff. She took on a, she took on a huge role really. Cause she was our, she was our parent really yeah. because dad didn't do nothing. So. Yeah. But in so just, with, yeah, cool. we're just coming to, towards the end and I just wondered what you think has been, I mean, we've probably touched on it a little bit, but maybe just to round up in terms of what you think has been the impact of being resentful to your dad. How's that impacted your life? Has it kept you stuck? What, how's it, would you say, have you recognised any of that yet? I think um, it was just a, you know, uh, when you look back, a pattern of, of kind of destructive behaviours and um, just a way of life that wasn't great. And, you know, there's other, other things in life that kind of come, come along and you kind of, for me, it was you kind of had to hit rock bottom um, to be able to sort of say, right, I need to acknowledge these things now and, and kind of deal with them rather than kind of just forgetting them, putting them to the back, trying to get on with the next thing. And then that then takes up more space and then you've got until you're all full. Like a drink does then. <laughs> yeah. And um and I think it's it's at that point that you um that for me I I had to kind of take away something to to make room for the the the, the current, you know, not problems, but you know, the, the other things I had to deal with. And as soon as I did that, as soon as I started acknowledging things and and trying to understand. I felt a lot freer mm. and um, you know, like I said, now being an adult, being able to understand things a little bit more because you've got a mature way of, of looking at things. And also I found a, a big turning point for me was, you know, when you're a child, you don't have any friends that are alcoholics or, or drug addicts or anything like that. But as you get older, you know, your own friends um, start having problems and you can be understanding to them and you can support them. And then suddenly I thought, well, how, how is it that I'm being supportive and understanding to my friends, but I wasn't to my father. And I, th and, and that again, it's these little bits that you, you suddenly have a light bulb moment and you understand things. And that's one less thing that you've chipped off <laughs> and, you know, until you, you kind of are at a better place of understanding. I think. That's cool. Yeah. And I think that it's important to recognise those little things because often we can, you know, want that big change and want that like total transformation and light bulb moments all the time. But actually it's that chipping away and just noticing that one thing because actually being open and changing your perspective can change your life, you know, and, and you, you start thinking about things in a totally different way and you, you start getting that awareness and you know we shouldn't underestimate the value of those small pieces that you know eventually will bring together a massive change in our lives and i think it's also you know, when you uh sort of start dealing with your resentment sometimes it's a bit like cleaning your side of the street do you know what i mean um find where you played a part in it um you know and make amends for that you know and uh um and when your conscience is clear you know that makes it easier then to find some more forgiveness if you can take um ownership of your responsibility and maybe some part that was played in it then then it just makes it that much um easier to get along with 
as well. Yeah, I think also taking a portion of the, you know, because as, as we said in the beginning, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think you, you blame them for everything. And, you know, that, you know, I, I feel like there's, there's things that I've done that weren't really as a result of his drinking. That was just me. And, um, you know, I could have handled things better. And that's just the way I, I deal with things. Um, yeah. Or the, the way I do things. And I have to say, that wasn't because of him. That was because of me. You know, the yeah. way I handled that situation or something like that. And, you know, you kind of get a little bit of peace from that as well. Yeah, so taking responsibility. There's so much growth going on here. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, oh, it's, it's really been great. Thank you so much, Jordan. It's, um, yeah, we always relate to, you know, lots of things that people say. And it's nice to hear different perspectives and, um, you know. You don't feel so alone as well in your thoughts. Yeah. Exactly. So thank you so much for, for joining us and for sharing your story with everybody that's listening. I'm sure that they would have gained some insights and, and useful things as well. So thank you. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Jordan. It's been great.